As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome to the Life Coaching for Men podcast, where real life meets real coaching. I'm your host, Dr. Darren Wilson. Well, welcome in everyone to episode number 142 of the Life Coaching for Men podcast. It is an exciting Thursday. And the reason why it's an exciting Thursday is because I believe this is only the second time since I've been doing this, 142 episodes worth, that I've had a guest. And I'm really excited about the guest that we have today from a personal standpoint as well as from a professional standpoint. And we're going to have a, a great conversation and one that is going to be impactful for you and one that, as I try to do each week, I try to bring some practical knowledge to the audience that you know, you can use each and every week and and something that, you know, you might take a little nugget away from or or maybe it's even more impactful uh, than that for you each week. But this week in particular, you're going to get kind of an insight into a little bit of, of my coaching one on one and also this gentleman's coaching. So without further ado, love to introduce Chris Taberer, who is here. He has a podcast called Clarify Your Life. Clarity and Confidence Life Coaching. So really, really, really excited to have you here, Chris. Welcome. Well, thank you, Darren. I'm excited and excited to share with your viewer or your viewers, listen to me, your listeners, uh, what, what, how you've helped me and how I'm learning to help other people. So that's awesome. Well, at, at some time we've had viewers here. I've done a little YouTube, but not today. We're just, uh, we're audio only, which is, uh, probably good for me and you both, right? Uh, we, our voices, uh, <laughs> our voices sound pretty good on the, on the airwaves. So Absolutely. just, just start off if you would just kind of tell our audience who you are and, uh, where you're from a little bit about your background and your journey and who just, right. who, who is Chris? Well, as Darren said, my name is Chris Taberer. I am a life coach uh, working in the clarity and confidence area right now, helping people figure out, uh, clear up their thinking and figure out where they want to go with their life, figuring and finding the confidence in themselves, finding their power uh, to work on the things that they want to work on. And that's, that's 
what my coaching journey has been. So I, I started my coaching journey probably the summer of 21. Uh, so a little less than two years ago now. And that started out of a, a friend just mentioning life coaching to me one time set came into my office and was like, have you ever heard of life coaching? I'm like, well, I've heard of it, but like Tony Robbins and that kind of thing, but I've never really thought about it for myself. Um, and so he explained what another colleague of ours was doing and he was going through a process of uh, becoming certified as a life coach. And so I just started poking around, started looking around thinking, well, what is all of this about? And began to learn quite a bit about what life coaching was for people and how um, gratifying, if you will, how fulfilling it can be to help other people in this same area. And so I, I started down the path of researching, you know, how, how do you become a life coach? What do you have to do to become a life coach? And, and so that, that led me through uh, uh, some certification classes with, uh, with one of the schools on, online uh, to become a certified life coach. And then as part of those programs, it led me to finding my own life coach. Um, and so that's when I found you, Darren, uh, through, through your podcast and um, reached out and said, you know, have you ever mentor coached anybody? Cause I think that's a moderately different than normal life coaching and, and you did. And so that's, that's where that journey kind of began right at there at the beginning. And then it's grown into uh, now I've got a, a part-time business, a side business uh, called C-Tab Coaching, uh, just because my name is hard to spell and pronounce. <laughs> and, uh, and so that's, that's my website is ctabcoaching.com. And I've got this podcast called Clarify Your Life. And those are all arms of me trying to reach out to people and help them uh, discover the same things I've discovered. Yeah, and that's, so that's, fa that's fascinating. That's super. So talk a little bit about, you know, you talked about how you got into life coaching. Let's go back, especially for listeners who um, may not know really what life coaching is. Maybe they've, you know, had some therapy in the past. Maybe they've never delved into anything other than maybe this podcast or a few podcasts and and some books or whatever. Tell, explain a little bit back then, you know, what you thought life coaching was, maybe compared to what you've experienced life coaching to be. That's a great question, because I think when I first started listening, you know, talking to my friend about it and hearing about life coaching, uh, it started to feel very much like um, therapy or counseling in a way. Uh, but then it didn't. <laughs> That's what you kind of discover with with life coaching is the magic is in the ability to help a client, help a coachee, help ourselves find our inner power and then use that power to move forward. And, you know, I always pictured coaching or coaching, uh, counseling, therapy, those kind of things were really about helping broken people. Well, we're all a little broken. We all have our junk to clean out and coaching can help you do that. And, and what I've said on my podcast um, is that if you have real trauma, you have real problems. Yeah. Therapy has a place and mm -hmm. you, and you should go do that and you should seek that out to find the help that you need. But then there's coaching that can help in a more positive way sometimes to move from wherever this person is now to where they want to go and help them accomplish their goals and fulfill their dreams. So we like to get a little personal on here, right? Mm -hmm. right. So if you would share, share an area maybe in your life where you have seen coaching impact you in a significant way. Right. The, the most significant way I've probably been impacted by coaching 
is probably with my thinking, the mm. way I, the stories I tell myself, the thinking I, the thoughts that I have about situations and having the, the profound moment, I can still remember it sitting in a coaching session with you, Darren, where I figured out, wait a minute, you mean I get to decide? Mm. And yeah. that was, as, as you've said, sometimes is, you know, it's simple, but profound. And because most of us go through life, just letting life happen and we react to it and we just let it roll and we try to do the best we can. But the moment we get to that light bulb clicks on and you kind of realize, Oh, wait a minute, I can make decisions. I, I could, we, we talked about this in, in our last coaching session, you know, where it's, you know, I got a little frustrated about some, some things and, and decided to go down this, my old path of thinking as opposed to letting it be clean and clear and focus on the positive or having no reaction to it whatsoever. That is, that so, is so good. So on that note, and I cut you off mm -hmm. a little bit, but I want, I want you to, you're keep fine. Going. You're fine. On that note, for those, for those listeners in particular, because I, I get this a lot. They say, well, you know, maybe I've listened or, or, or maybe it's a client that we've worked with that says, you know, this really, it's not working or it's not working for me. And invariably it's not working because they're not doing the work, right? They're, they're not putting in the effort to actually do the work right. to move forward in whatever area they're struggling. So for you kind of week to week, day to day, whether, whether you're struggling or whether you're not, what are, what are some of the things that you and I have worked on um, that have helped you to, you know, clear that, that thinking and helped you actually move past some of that to, to know that, Hey, I I can decide I am in control. I can retain my power. So probably the biggest tool is your thought model that you taught. You've talked about yep. on the podcast and sure. you teach as a coaching tool, you know, that, that alone gives you some freedom that you don't realize you have oh, until you tell, start tell to break down more. your thoughts. Yeah, well, tell I, us more. You know, when you, when you, uh, when you receive a, a call from your boss that says, Hey, I need to see you in an hour. And you know, your boss, maybe not normal, doesn't normally call you or, you know, doesn't, he, he sounds upset or whatever. We all start to attach all kinds of feelings and emotions to that. Are we in trouble? Have we done something bad? Maybe we're thinking good. Are we going to get a raise or, or whatever it is, but we start to add all these thoughts and feelings and emotions and stories and, and junk to that situation. And the freedom comes when you can look at that and say, oh, my boss is just calling me. Mm. He wants to see me in an hour. I have no idea what it's about. I don't think I've done anything wrong. So I'll just go see him in an hour. The freedom in that means I don't have all the other adjunct attached to it. Mm. I don't have all the stuff that says, oh, Chris is in trouble. Chris screwed up again. Chris didn't do this. Chris isn't good enough. Chris is, you know, whatever. And that's been freeing. I mean, you know, it's, it's, and, and we, it's not, we're not perfect, right? We, you know, we still have to work through it and think through it and, and process it. But that alone was probably the most profound thing I've, I've, I've figured out. And then the tools around that from journaling to thought downloads to whatever that is, however you can empty your head, you know, that's what I've, that's what I've said is however it is that you get your thoughts onto paper or onto the computer so that you can then sort them and process them. You know, I had a client recently, um, they were working on something and I, I suggested this thought download, a journaling process, and they came back the next week and 
said to me that they had not felt that light in a very long time. And all they did was journal. All they did was put their thoughts onto paper because at that point they weren't even ready to start sorting through them yet. They weren't even ready to start, you know, figuring out what's what they just had never emptied their head. Mm. And I said, when you have all those thoughts competing with each other, there's no way you can figure out what's what. So you've got to put it down on paper. You've got to get it out of your head and into a place where you can sort it out. That is so good. What has worked personally for you the best? How do you like, what do you like to do? Do you like to write it? Do you like to put it in your phone? Do you put it on a computer? Do you? I, I've you learned to write it. I tried to do it on my on, electronically at first, just because that's how I take notes normally for just day-to-day business and stuff like that. Um, but it really, I didn't appreciate the experience as much as I did writing on paper. Uh, maybe that's just old school of me or whatever, but yeah. you know, there was, there was something tactile about having the paper and and using a pen and, taking the time to put the screens away. I think that's another thing is to really journal and empty your head. You got to put some distractions away, give yourself some space. And um, I was reading a book recently that was talking about building spaces uh, for yourself so that you can have room to be what you need to be, do what you need to do. Mm -hmm. And so whether it's, you know, having a meditation chair is one of the things that this person was talking about in, in the book and, or just a, where do you do your studying versus where do you do your journaling? Where do you do, you know, maintaining certain areas for your rest versus your play and that kind of thing. Um, and that those kinds of things have, have started to uh, reach into my life, if you will, you know, kind of bleed over from books into practice. And those have really helped, you know, from the journaling, you know, I now have a, a spot that I've set aside to go sit down and journal, you know, it's a space that the dog can sit on the arm of the chair if they want to, and I can have a table for a, for a beverage. And then I can sit there and journal for a little bit. And I don't go do it for hours a night. Sometimes I miss a day or two, but, um, that's, that's really helpful. Yeah, no, I, I love that. And I think that's so important for, you know, guys that are maybe just not getting into this, or maybe guys Mm -hmm. that have, have tried it for a while and, and aren't having this type of success that they would have to hear those success stories from someone else and to hear that, no, wait a minute, if you actually do the work and you actually put the thoughts down on paper and you get them out of your head, that automatically lowers the temperature. Right. And I love how you said it made, he came back and he said he made him feel light. Um, Boy, what a, what a gift that is, right. To, to enable somebody to feel um, lighter and lighter on their feet. What are some things that you've noticed with your, your clarity and confidence coaching um, that people will bring to you? I know you're not just coaching men like I am, but um, men, women, or, or, you know, whomever would come to you. What Mm -hmm. are some, what are some of those areas that you've noticed people are struggling with and, and that you've been helping people through? Right. The, one of the things that I, I do with, with clients and, and very early on in the process is spend some time helping them. And one of my, my, one of my early clients gave me this word and I, or I'm sure other people have heard it, but I help them try to find handles Mm -hmm. for the things that are in their head, find, find definition for what they value, what they, what they believe. Um, Because I think that's important to understanding yourself. Cause once you understand kind of where your values are, where your beliefs are, then you can begin to clean up some of your thinking Mm -hmm. around your anxieties and your job and what you want to do with your life and all that kind of thing. Um, 
But when I sit down with, with my clients right now, I think what I'm hearing from them is that, that many of them have this yearning for what's next. You know, I've got my clients are all, um, it, I would say, in the younger side of things. And so they're at places in their careers and their families, you know, one uh, talking about kids in their family, whether or not to add kids to their, mm. to their life, you know, mm. another one talking about whether to just, whether or not they want to be in a relationship even, you know, mm. and whether they, uh, what do they want to continue in school, you know, in college, go back and get a master's degree. So it's been a lot of transitional, just really trying to define who they want to be moving forward. And, and that's, you know, I think it's a similar spot that I'm in, you know, I think we're all trying to figure out what, what's, what's going on in the world. What's, what's next, what's going to sustain us moving forward and how can we make a, a, a positive impact? You mentioned just a little bit, you said the younger side of things, but who do you work with? Like who, what is kind of your, your client that you, you enjoy or you like working with? Yeah. The, the age group and our demographic, if you will, there's, I've kind of found this sweet spot with people who are like right after college, beginning mm -hmm. their careers, trying to figure out maybe even literally right after college, trying to figure out where they want to take their career, um, all the way up to, I don't, I don't know that I know enough about the retirement space, uh, mm -hmm. to help somebody that was retiring, but you know, that age group wouldn't be beyond, you know, working with, um, I haven't had a client in that age group yet, but, um, mainly in kind of that post-college to about 45. Uh, yeah. would be that kind of where everybody, you know, all those age groups have different points in transition. And so whether it's post-college trying to figure out your career or you just got married and you're trying to figure out what does it mean to be a husband and a father or a, or a wife and a mother, um, or again, transitioning into having children or uh, in my case, being transitioning to being an empty nester or mm -hmm. transitioning careers and so on and so forth. I've, I've helped several people, um, just recently, you know, uh, with, with some career things, uh, one of my clients was laid off from their job. And so trying to help them, you know, build their resume, you know, they want some practical skills, but there's also this, how can I help this person build up their mm -hmm. confidence so that they don't feel down in the dumps because they lost their job. And, um, so that's been, that's been really cool to see some of that just light up, you know, when they get the light, when that light bulb turns on again and, and they've picked up the idea. So, yeah, without yeah. question, that's great. Yeah. So sort of in that same vein, and then I'm going to turn this back around in just a second, but how would you describe coaching with me? <laughs> fantastic. Um, the, and I mean, fantastic because I've done everything with you from joking around and laughing at how silly I think my thoughts can be sometimes to literally weeping mm because I wasn't quite sure what to do next. I wasn't quite sure how to process what I had just realized just because you simply asked me a question. And that's meant a lot because that's allowed me to figure on, figure out my head, my own head. And I, I'm think I'm far from probably figuring it out a hundred percent, but I do know a lot more than I knew when I started. Yeah. Well, and, yeah. and I feel like, I have more tools now in my toolbox to keep going and accomplish my goals and drive myself to where I want to go in life. Um, but coaching with you is, I would say relaxed. I wouldn't call it a, you know, you don't have a formal system, if you will, mm -hmm. that yeah. you run everybody through. And I think that's why I call it fantastic because 
everybody's different. And so what, what works for me may not work for the next person. And so if you're not adaptable because you have a system, then that prevents you from being able to help as many people. So I think that's why I think your style is great and very um, caring and in a way that's you ask great questions and then you give me space to think about it. I mean, a lot of times you'll ask me a question one week and I might not answer it till the next week, or I might not answer it till I'm two weeks later, but that's the point to coaching is planting those seeds so that people continue to think about whatever it is that they were talking about. No, I love that. And I appreciate that. That, that was not supposed to be a a nice endorsement, (laughs) but I appreciate what you said, because I'm going to turn this around Mm -hmm. and say, what's it like to coach with you? Because I know what I like to have my approach to be, and and I really appreciate that's the first time anybody has ever articulated to me like what it's like. To, so I appreciate right. that. But but if somebody was going to coach with you, how would you say your approach is to them? So I I start off, and this has been pretty consistent, and it's kind of funny. <laughs> so like you know we all do consults with people, you know, Mm -hmm. before, before they hire us so that they can interview us and we can interview them if you will. And, and those are usually pretty, pretty surface level stuff. Well, the first session, you're still trying to get to know the coach. You're still trying to get to know the person. And so sometimes I will start with, you know, what are your, what are your current goals? Hmm. Where are you at? So that if we can start to identify from the very beginning where they're starting it's going to be much easier to figure out where they want to go. And so stepping back for a minute and saying, okay, like one of my clients, for instance, we started with, you know, what goals do you want to set? And they were things like they wanted to learn a new hobby. They wanted to learn a new language. They wanted to learn, they wanted to exercise more, you know, all these things that most of us probably want to do, you know, Mm -hmm. or at least a lot of people want to do. And so we kind of, we, he kind of left that week going, great. I've got some, I've got some goals to work on then came back the next week with exactly what I expected to and going, well, this isn't really what I needed to talk about. And I'm like, yeah, but we had to empty that in order to get to what you wanted to talk about. And cause as he lived with those, he's like, well, this isn't really, this isn't what I, I want to be about. And so that realization helps people get started and understand where, what work they want to do. When they look at (laughs) these goals that they've kept in their mind, and go, wait a minute, that's not, that's what I'm expected to do, but that's not really what I want to do. And then I'll go through exercises that have to do with their values and their beliefs, like I discussed a minute ago, and the thought model and those kinds of right. things, and then begin to customize whatever it is from there. So I, I try to remain flexible, just like you are, you've set a great example. <laughs> and uh, so that's, that's my approach is to try to make it personalized so that whoever it is can get whatever they need out of it because that's what's coach. That's what's great about coaching. It's not, it's not rudimentary to the point that there's it's locked down to what you can and can't do. Um, That's what's great about it. No, that is so good. And, and, and the other thing that I've said over and over to, to listeners and then to, you know, just anybody that I'm offering advice to is that you've got to find the person that resonates the best with you. Right? right. Because that rapport is so important. And the clients that um, grow the most within your coaching 
practice, your coaching business will be the ones that you connect with the best, right? It's, right. it's just kind of how that is. And, um, and I think, you know, just from a personality standpoint, we attract those types of people that, you know, that we're kind of, kind of looking for and that, and that are looking for us. And so I think for listeners out there, if, if you have a, a bad consult experience, don't, don't, you know, um, brush off life coaching, go to the next one, right? Give it another Mm -hmm. chance because, because people will give you free consults all day long, find the person that you, you resonate the best with. So that was, that was very well said. So on that note, as you're thinking about your practice, you know, what's a tool that you love to use with your clients that you could share with our audience that that may help them this week? I can share the idea and I'm sure there's one it's out there online somewhere that they could find it if they wanted to do it. But one of the the exercises that I do early on, I was like, I was talking about a minute ago is about their values and beliefs. And as I mentioned about journaling, this is kind of a tactile exercise. Mm, they, great. they print out these, these flashcards, if you will, and they could handwrite them if they wanted to, it, you know, again, it's not complicated, but what they do is then begin to sort those by things that, that are important to them, things that are very important to them and things that are not important to them. Hmm. And just they're in alphabetical order. I think there's, let me scroll through the PDF here. There are 83 of them and then a couple of blank ones if you want to add your own. And there are things like power, purpose, realism, risk, self-control, those kinds of values, you know, so they're these big handles mm-hmm. uh, for the things that you believe and the, th- and the things that you value and you just start sorting. And then there's a series of questions when you go to grade it, if you will, you know, process the information from there uh, that helps you eliminate from that list, the things mm-hmm. that you don't need. So that not every one of them is going to be very important to you, but if you can figure out the top five, top 10, that are very important to you and begin to define those for yourself. So what does stability mean to you? You know, they define it as to have a life that stays fairly consistent. Mm. Well, that's, that's one definition of stability, but if you like that word, well, what does that mean to you? What do you value about being stable about stability in your life? This was a study that was done out of the university of New Mexico in 2001 uh, by a couple of people. There's like, three or four names there. So um, looks like Miller, Baca, Matthews, and Wilborn, just to give credit where credit is due. Um, But that they, they designed this exercise. And then I took it and added some um, instructions around it, some questions around it. And then I have some structured questions that when they come back with their list to discuss how we break these down. Mm -hmm. And so asking yourself, if you um, things like if you had to uh, you could only take three things, three values with you on a, on a deserted Island, you know, with those kinds of questions to really make them think, Oh, well then, yeah, this one's not, this one's not as important because if, if I can only have four, then I only want these four, um, just things like that to help them boil it down to a list that is authentic to them and will help them process then all of their goals and everything towards what they value and not breaking those values. So if you have values that are, uh, you have integrity values, or you have money values that are built up in, in this system, then when you go out and make your goals and set your goals and, and say yes to things, you want to say, make sure you're not saying no to your values mm-hmm. and that you're ignoring those. Um, 
and that helps kind of give you a foundation for setting goals and moving forward. No, that's great. And I, and I think the theme of that is to be intentional, right? right. Intentional right. about how you're living. And so if you can come up with those buckets and those buckets mm-hmm. that really mean something important to you and you can define them, then everything you do can just link back to that, right? right. That bucket. And right. that is that is so good. I, I love that. What would you tell someone who's on the fence of life coaching? Hmm. Like what, what, why, why push them over the edge to say, Hey, you ought to give this a try. Because it will change your life. Mm -hmm. I guarantee it. (laughs) If you do the work and you commit to it, it can be life changing and not in a way that is going to, you know, make you rich or send you off to space or do something that's unrealistic, but give you, it gives you a realistic it gives you the ability to realistically change your life if you do the work and if you put it in, you know, every day. And it's not, it's not like exercise every day, but it is, you know, it's that it's, it's exercising your mind to process the tools that your coach might give you or that you might read online or, or whatever it is. Um, but that's, and when I say change, it's also not like you're going to go out and quit your job tomorrow and get a new job that's going to pay you $3 million a year. It's incremental change. And you've said this to me, little by little becomes a lot. And those that's absolutely true because the more you build on it, the more the tools build on each other, the more change you can make, because to use your word, it's you're being intentional about the changes that you want to make so that it's not just you going out there going ah, I want that I want that shirt instead of that shirt you know it's not that simple um but if you want to buy a house for instance and you you say I want to buy a house tomorrow well if you just go off and try to buy a house tomorrow you may not get the best interest rate you may not be able to afford the payment you may not be able to do those things but if you intentionally go about okay we've got to save a down payment we've got to find a mortgage broker that's going to give us the best rates and those kinds of things if you make a plan well, then you're going to have a better experience buying that house. Same goes for your life. If you have a plan for what you want to do, you're going to have a much more successful and positive experience um, with life coaching. So well said. So well said. So you made mention earlier about a book. Mm-hmm. Is there any book that you've read or you're reading that you would uh, recommend? I, I was asked this question. I was interviewed this week and uh, it'll come out in a couple of weeks on a, on a guy's podcast. He asked me this question and literally so many of them flooded to my mind. I was like, I couldn't think of any. So yeah. I went, I went to audible on my phone and I said, well, I, this and this and this and this. So I did put you well, on that, the spot there, but I just wondered if there was anything that kind of, no, that's out. okay. I do have, there's, so have, have you ever read any Simon Sinek books? Oh Yeah. 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 I mean, start with why is a fantastic book. Any yeah. Brene Brown book you can pick <laughs> up her. I just recently picked up, um, braving the wilderness. I just, uh, I haven't okay. cracked it yet. I've not so read that one. I have read a couple of the others. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. But I did get one that was, it was a little, it's an interesting book. And I think it's the one I was talking about earlier. It's called you're too good to feel this bad. Mm. And it's by Nate Dallas. And it, it's a pretty interesting book. He was, a uh, he tells his his personal story in there, and it's kind of it's more memoir than self help, I, I would call it. Um, but hearing his story, you can pick out pieces and tools, and 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 it's it's not a real long read, and he, it's pretty easy read. You know, his language isn't complicated, so 
Yeah, that's a pretty good book too. That's, that's great. the one I was mentioned earlier. Yeah, super. Well, tell tell the audience where can people find you? I know you made mention of that earlier, but just so they they know, where do they yeah. find Chris? My uh, website is ctabcoaching, ctabcoaching.com. Uh, I have an email address is chris at ctabcoaching.com. And you can find the podcast, Clarify Your Life, uh, by searching that in any podcast app. I think it's it's on a bunch. I don't know. I use I use Buzzsprout as my yeah. host, and they, they put it out to a whole bunch of them. That's great. Uh, so that's a lot great. of them I hadn't even heard of, but they're out there. Well, good uh, deal. Any Any parting words to the audience? Anything you'd like to finish with? I would just encourage everybody to work on themselves. You know, figure out what it is you need to work on and go work on it. It's it's that understanding of yourself that helps us understand others and then make a positive impact in our communities. And I think that's I think that's what life of the future is going to look like. We we all have to uh, build up our community so that we can we can support one another. Well, that was so good. I I knew it would be great, um, but but <laughs> it was it was even better than advertised. So thank you so much for your time and and for spending time with us today. This was a lot of fun. Thanks, Darren. Yeah. Well. Everyone, I hope you've taken something from, from this. Uh, check out Chris's podcast. Check out his website. Um, can't wait to see you back here next week. And uh, we'll be close to March. It's crazy. So uh, we'll see you next Thursday, everyone. Take care. Thanks so much for listening to the podcast. If I can help you in any way, reach out to me today, drdarrenwilson at gmail.com or go to the website, drdarrenwilson.com and sign up for a consult today. Can't wait to see you soon. Take care, everyone. Swimsuit? Check. Sunscreen? Check. Phone charger? Check. Don't forget to pack the 5-Hour Energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th. One-time use only. Not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5HourEnergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.